0: Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region.
1: Salam and welcome to Editor's Note. I'm Yair Pinto, and together with me, as always, is TV7 Israel editor in chief, Jonathan Hessen. How are you doing?
0: Praise God, doing well.
1: How about you? I'm doing great. Very well. <laughs> so, before we dive into today's topics, and there are plenty, there is plenty to discuss, uh, I would like to ask everybody back at home to join me in prayer that God will lead us in this uh, program and really speak to our hearts our father in heaven thank you for this day thank you that you're in control and thank you for being with us we ask you to join us this program we ask you to speak through us to tell us what to say that we can really you know touch the hearts with your words and touch the hearts of uh, everybody back at home please bless uh, bless uh, jonathan bless our team here in jerusalem And be with us. B'Shem Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Well, well, Jonathan, I think before we dive into all the topics that we have to discuss news-related, I think it's important to tell our viewers back at home, everybody that uh, supports us, that uh, Israel and the entire world is now under inflation, and uh, the costs are going up. And... What we used to have is not the same as what uh, we have today. And we need your support. We need your support to keep doing what we're doing. And, you know, we believe that we are doing what God wants to do. So we want to do more. We want more programs. And this is a a team effort. So we need you back at home. We need your prayers. And we need your uh, financial support. So if you feel that God is calling you to support TV7 Israel News through TFTN or... Directly, you can go to our website at www.tv7israelnews.com And there are all the ways that you can support us and it will go a long way right Jonathan Absolutely, I mean
0: if uh, Several you know months ago not even several years ago several months ago for each uh, dollar or for each euro that uh, uh, came into the coffers of TV7 and um, The same dollars now diminished due to this inflation. Uh, We understand that it's difficult for everybody, and Mm -hmm. people are faced with uh, financial hardships. There are those amongst us, of course, that uh, are truly blessed and are able to uh, join and support us. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it's important for us also. That's why we've uh, started saying so every evening after TV7 Israel News. Yeah. Um, merely to sustain our operations. We need more people to uh, join and support uh, Mm -hmm. for what we're doing here. And as such, uh, to allow us to do so on a monthly basis, of course, uh, to allow us to continue to produce what we have, and then with God's grace uh, at his time and with his guidance and provision, we'll be able to uh, grow and and, uh, not only improve qualitatively Mm -hmm. Uh, there are different things that we're trying to figure out uh, to make uh, our productions more available more easy to tap into Mm -hmm. um also a a website that we're designing and and looking how we can make it more interactive uh, Mm -hmm. with uh, our tv7 family uh who will receive, uh, of course, all the great programming that we're able to uh, produce here from Jerusalem and also from Europe. You know, uh, mm-hmm. God has uh, really blessed us with a great team, with great people, uh, truly great people who have uh, been uh, very supportive of the vision of what we're doing and uh, are very keen on letting uh everybody at home know you know we we are here to serve the people at home Mm -hmm. to explain what is happening you know when generals come on they're here for TV7 family Uh, I don't think that sometimes that coin uh, drops uh, with regard to this but they are keen that Mm -hmm. everybody watching TV7 Israel Uh, are um, able to understand truly what's happening and praise God we're working on um, enlarging the circulation of of, uh, where people are able to watch us Uh, and as time progresses we're able to do so uh, in a manner that uh, befits uh, you know the uh, uh, perpetual pursuit of excellence Uh, because I truly believe as you know that uh, uh, because we are uh, the body of Christ. Because we are here to uh, uh, fulfill his mission on earth, uh, we should do so with excellence because God is excellence. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, we're trying to always improve ourselves, to always uh, identify what our weaknesses are and, and to see how we can accommodate uh, in order to ensure that those weaknesses turn into strengths. Mm-hmm. So uh, praise God, we, uh, we're not worried. Uh, nevertheless, we are vigilant.
1: Definitely, yeah. And we believe that God will multiply these blessings and that we'll keep growing because we really believe that we are doing, uh, you know, His work. Indeed. Okay, so with the shift turn back to current events, we know that we have a lot going on. Where do you want to start? Well,
0: I think everybody is uh, quite concerned, uh, me included, uh, with regard to mm-hmm. uh, the... Um, imminent revival of the uh, 2015 nuclear agreement, the JCPOA. It's actually an agreement uh, that was signed based on parameters of five years ago, and back then it was already flawed. Um, uh, they were trying to convince us, uh, uh, roughly seven years ago, that uh, you know the uh, it's better to have a. Uh, Flawed agreement, then no agreement at all. Uh, That same flawed agreement is even more flawed at this stage. Yeah. Uh, And unfortunately, uh, this is going to cause um, quite the significant implications. Uh, on the entire world, I believe, but also on the Middle East in particular. And
1: Jerusalem
0: and Israel as yeah. well is going to uh, sustain quite the difficulty.
1: Basically, Iran will will get uh, more funds because all the sanctions will be removed, right? So their coffers will be f- filled with new money so they can use it to whatever they want. That's the, the main well, danger here.
0: One of, of the key elements of, of this agreement is um, to apply constraints... To one of the pillars of a weaponized nuclear program, uh, in order to uh, basically uh, come from a approach that it takes several pillars in order to thwart truly a nuclear weapon. Um, nevertheless, you can't control. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, everything. You, know, you can't really scrutinize everything, including uh, the ballistic missile technology. Mm -hmm. As uh, we know, and and we've repeatedly mentioned this uh, over the years, uh, UN Security Council Resolution 2231 uh, is quite clear in uh, in which uh, the P5 plus 1, five permanent members of the UN Security Council which include the United States, Russia, China, France, and Britain, uh, and then the plus one is plus Germany, Germany. Um, have called on Iran in, in both verbal but also in writing uh, not to engage in ballistic missile uh, technologies that uh, are capable of carrying nuclear payloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is basically one of those components to, to develop a nuclear warhead. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, they, they said we're not going to comply. Mm. Um, they're not going to comply on other mechanisms that have to do with the nuclear weapon, uh, and therefore the um, you know, Western approach at the time, and that was also uh, the under the Obama administration, the approach. Um, and by the way, France at the time objected vehemently to this and and was very against uh, this scenario um, because it said it's not comprehensive enough. But nonetheless, um, at the time, the United States came with the approach of, okay, we're going to scrutinize one of those pillars necessary to establish a nuclear warhead. And by doing so, we'll be able to kind of understand, okay, um, this is... The process. Uh, this yeah. is something we're able to understand where in the line of process the Iranians are mm-hmm. in order to acquire uh, a nuclear warhead uh, or an arsenal thereof. Now the Iranians. Um, Since then, they developed. They crossed that line. They've correct? crossed that line. They've yeah. crossed that line on multiple accounts. Uh, there are still things that they do not have. Um, there is growing. And this is um, both by intelligence officials as well as um, uh, Western um, experts, if mm-hmm. you will, um, have scrutinized uh, the growing cooperation between North Korea and Iran, also on uh, its nuclear program. Uh, this is alarming because the uh, North Koreans obviously already attained several nuclear weapons. Um And as such, we need to keep in mind that uh, the Iranians will not stop um, at uh, this point or at any other point. Uh, You know, as opposed to the 2015 nuclear agreement where there was a limitation, there were quite the scrutinizing limitations on the type of centrifuges being employed by Iran, mm-hmm. um, the Iranians basically have new IR-6, IR-9 centrifuges that will enable it to uh, diminish that breakout point quite significantly. So, Fast, right? Indeed. So yes. uh, also the, the Biden administration is not hiding that while the 2015 nuclear agreement uh, provided that year of uh, breakout, breakout time yeah. uh, from a enrichment perspective, again... Going only to the the side of uh, the uh, uranium component, uranium aspect of of establishing a nuclear weapons program. Um, Now they're speaking about six months. So it diminished by half, not because anything else. uh, The only reason for that is the IR6 and IR9, that it provides it the Mm -hmm. capacity basically to enrich a lot faster than it was able to do in 2015. Yeah. Nonetheless, um, I I haven't received all of the data yet, and, and I'm all the time in contact, mm-hmm. uh, digging deeper uh, down that rabbit hole to really understand the implications uh, of this agreement. Uh, Israel has already realized um, roughly a week ago that the Americans uh, are going to head into a uh, that agreement, uh, the EU um, High Representative of Foreign Affairs and, and uh, Defense Policy, Joseph Borrell, uh, He provided basically uh, a, to- uh, you know, a, a document that is quite uh, significantly less scrutinizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very
1: political. Okay, it's based on the 2015 nuclear agreement, but it's not. So it's a document that of what the IAEA will do after this agreement will reach in order to make sure that Iran no, is uh, not only in it's, it's with a
0: document the uh, that focuses uh, particularly on, on concessions <laughs> from both sides and uh, to try and narrow the gaps, basically. But not outside. practically,
1: because because the IAEA is, IAEA is the watchdog, right? They are the ones who are supposed to make sure that Iran Look, complies the, with the Look, the deal.
0: International Atomic Energy Agency is the organization that practically scrutinizes uh, Iran based on the mandate given to it. So if uh, right now there is a new installation, okay, back in 2018, 2017, uh, there were um, nuclear particles, or there was information uh, based on archives that were extracted from Tehran uh, by Israel, particularly, mm-hmm. uh, which indicated that Iran was conducting um, nuclear tests uh, and enrichment in areas that uh, were not declared to the IAEA, and are also in breach of their NPT, the Mm Non-Proliferation Treaty, which uh, Iran is a signatory uh, of, they breached that as well. So, uh, the IAEA basically approached Iran, they said, okay, we would like to inspect those installations, and they said, no, we need, we're right now undergoing there some activities, Okay, and you should wait. You should wait until we're done with those activities. We will maybe provide you in the future. It took them eight months to provide the IAEA Within. access okay, uh, to those installations, uh, three particularly. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, suddenly they find nuclear particles in there uh, despite Iranian efforts to conceal these. This indicated something. Okay, mm-hmm. Those are those outstanding... Issues with the nuclear watchdog, the IAEA. I see. Um, then uh, the IAEA approached Iran and said, "Okay, what is this? Where is this from?" They said, "No, this is actually um, from a different location," and, and they started to make an excuse about make what? an excuse that this actually was uh, transferred at the time, and this is right now in a, the other. Uh, nuclear enrichment facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the IAEA said okay. So they checked it, and it wasn't. You know, it, it was not from there because they're able to check whether mm-hmm. there were same attributes to those yeah. components. Um, and that's why uh, the IAEA Director General Rafael Mariano Grossi came out and said this is technically not credible. Mm. In other words, this is diplomatically stating Iran you're lying, yeah give us the truth behind it. they went back and forth three four times every time Iranian officials lied about uh, the the uh, origins of those uh, particles mm-hmm. and uh, it's still an outstanding issue now uh, something very interesting uh, a senior advisor to the Iranian delegation to the nuclear talks in Vienna came out and said just before mm-hmm. um, the accelerated pace of uh, rhetoric surrounding the reinvigoration of the 2015 nuclear agreement, that uh, Iran will never agree uh, to reinstate Mm -hmm. the nuclear agreement unless, and this is very important, unless these outstanding issues of the IAEA are taken out and and, uh, closed. Really? Okay. Now... The Biden administration claims that it's not going to yield on this Uh, But in 2015 if we can learn something from history um, There were outstanding issues Mm -hmm. About nuclear particles uh, that were found in relation to the 2003 program uh, in Iran, which was uh, today we know was a um, Truly weaponized program uh, nuclear weapons program uh, and uh, back then, with significant pressure of uh, the Chinese, with significant pressure of uh, the Russians, these probes were closed because uh, of a, de- a political decision. They said, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to close those issues. We're not going to scrutinize you. But let bygones be
1: bygones. <laughs> uh so it happened in the and past. Why, why wouldn't it
0: happen? Again? Why wouldn't it happen now? And also back then, uh, the Obama administration claimed that it would not forego on those
1: outstanding of issues. Of course. So I would like to know, like, what's, what's the future? How will Israel respond if uh, a deal is signed? How will the United States, in case they violate something? Well, uh, you know, uh,
0: ironically, first of all, the deal is not really going to be signed. Okay. <laughs> it's not a treaty. Okay. So the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, also in 2015, was never signed. Uh, in order to sign that, you need to receive, uh, to pass it through Congress, and you need to pass it through the Senate subsequently, uh, something that neither the Obama administration back then mm-hmm. nor the Biden administration today are able to get a majority. They're not even able to get a, a, a large minority. Okay. okay. And this is bipartisan, mm-hmm. both Democrats and Republicans are saying, we don't mind an agreement. We want an agreement. So does Israel, by the Mm -hmm. way. We want a good agreement, but a good agreement, one that truly scrutinizes Iran's nuclear activities, that provides true reassuring um, data that would allow us to understand whether or not the Iranians are in a capacity to break out and whether uh, much of those activities that they hid... Mm -hmm. Um, are still hidden because uh, if we put things under you know, a magnifying glass, in uh, 2008 and 2009, um, following vigorous intelligence activity from Western intelligence agencies, not even Israeli, um, Fodou was found. Yeah. You know? And uh, every time...
1: Every time you dig deeper, through, you find something you new. You find
0: something new yeah. in Iran about activities that were not known before. Um, and therefore, you know, the intelligence community, uh, people don't mm-hmm. understand to what degree intelligence is actually capable. They're mm-hmm. able to reach mm-hmm. much deeper than what um, people tend to believe. Um, even movies You know, that are trying to depict intelligence activities with all kind of...
1: Spies uh, and uh, James Bond and all uh, that.
0: It's far. Uh, You need to have a wild imagination Mm -hmm. to even comprehend the the iceberg of what intelligence communities are able to attain uh, in today's age. Mm-hmm. Okay, Because of the uh, SIGINT and, and other Te- components of, of technology, uh, technology is, is amazing these days.
1: And talking about, you know, intelligence agencies, is the Mossad working in order to gather information or to thwart this deal before I- it's like reached? I know that, you know, the Israeli defense minister is talking and preparing lots of stuff in order to influence the Americans, but... Is it backed by a lot of?
0: Well, the um, first of all, Defense Minister Benny Gantz traveled uh, to mm-hmm. uh, the United States. Uh, his first, the first leg of his trip was to Florida, to mm-hmm. where the headquarters of Central, Central. Command is. Um, he met with uh, General Kurilla, uh who is a very highly capable mm-hmm. um, officer, uh, an outstanding paratrooper, particularly. Uh, with uh, many understandings and of, of the strategic complexities of the Middle East. And uh, they had uh, quite the in-depth discussion of what I hear uh, with regard to uh, the way Israel and the United States are going to cooperate. The, the main focus beyond offensive activities is defensive in nature. Um, this is an opportunity for Israel uh, to really expand its uh, uh, R&D or research and development of its surface-to-air capacity, of its uh, uh, aerial defense array, basically, yeah. uh, to become interoperable with all of its moderate um, partners, Um be it Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates, Mm -hmm. and others, even Saudi Arabia may be a a partner in this, um, to thwart um, Iranian efforts to Mm -hmm. ignite the region. Uh, And, you know, we need to separate between the nuclear agreement and Iranian activities uh, throughout the region because they're going to have a lot more money to do whatever they want to do um, in order to frustrates Israel
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in this um, context. I, I you know I, I don't want to say it um, in uh, the most you know blatant <laughs> terms. Um, but I, I am concerned uh, for a potential or, or plausible uh, conflagration, a conflict between Israel and Hezbollah and other mm-hmm. Iranian proxies. Up north, uh, this may happen, and the, the firepower that will be utilized uh, as part of such a uh, conflict will be devastating.
1: Way big, bigger than what we saw in the uh, Gaza Strip just now.
0: You know, I'm. Uh, that's for sure. Sure. Uh. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you can't even compare mm-hmm. uh, what Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad have to what Hezbollah, Hezbollah. has. Mm-hmm. Um, nevertheless, Israel is 10 times stronger mm-hmm. um, than Hezbollah. The only difference is that uh, Hezbollah um, will do everything in its power to target as many Israeli civilians as possible, to yeah. weaken and um, really devastate uh, Israel's civilian population. Mm-hmm. It is a terror organization. It seeks to kill every Israeli Alive.
1: Yeah. Okay. And in the last in the last uh, configuration with with the Gaza Strip, we became were really happy about it that the Iron Dome defense system was very successful with ninety something percent uh, not only interception and other stuff. Yeah. But we know uh, that it will not be the case up north, right? Just because of the amount of missiles that they have. What? What do you say about this? So should Israel prepare for more losses of lives?
0: Well, as part of Mabam, uh, Mm -hmm. the campaign between the wars, or uh, (laughs) CBW, one of the clear red lines that were voiced by Israel uh, were the uh, smuggling of precision-guided munitions uh, into Lebanon, into Syria, um, which could then threaten strategic assets of Israel. Uh, Israel would uh, obviously prioritize its strategic assets. Um, It will protect all of its assets, uh, able to provide critical uh, need or critical infrastructure Mm -hmm. um, in order to contend with whatever Hezbollah has. Um, And uh, the majority of uh, precision-guided munitions will be shot down. Uh, so they will receive the the majority of mm-hmm. uh, those uh, uh, the attention basically of Israel's defense array uh, Israel is working very hard to uh, basically intensify that equation mm-hmm. uh, by the laser system that yes. uh, we heard about by uh, constructing additional iron dome batteries so uh, obviously if if we really look at um, the the quantities that they're speaking of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and we take into equation uh, the offensive capabilities of Israel and the deep, very deep uh, rooted intelligence into uh, Hezbollah's stockpiles and capabilities. Um, I, I suspect that you know within the first forty eight hours. Um, 30% to 40% of all of Iran, uh, the Iranian-backed um, organization, Hezbollah. Hezbollah's stockpiles, would be destroyed in the first 48 hours, okay, if that's, not more.
1: That's really encouraging, okay. Jonathan. But maybe uh, one prayer point for the viewers back at home before we conclude.
0: Well, you know, I hate being the bearer of bad news, but um, tensions are looming. Uh, And they may boil over. Therefore, we need to pray for the peace of Israel, uh, the peace of Jerusalem, the salvation of Israel. Uh, We need to also understand uh, the significance hereof. But there is a silver silver lining. That is that God is in control and and we can trust that uh, he sees and and knows everything.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you, Jonathan.
0: It's a blessing being here. Thank you, Yair.
1: And thank you to our family back at home. And we'll see you next time for another episode of Editor's Note. Thank you for joining us in another TV7
0: Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us
1: on social media.